0: Welcome to the 624 Pod, your home for all things independent films. We're going to discuss all the positives and negatives when it comes to independent filmmaking. We're going to have incredible guests from the film industry talk about behind-the-scenes experience, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how the industry has changed in the past 10, 20... Minutes. (laughs) Yeah, minutes, hours, Years. years. That's the point. It's always changing. And of course, we will always focus on independent filmmaking right here in our state of New Jersey. I'm Tom Baldinger
1: and I'm Marco Gaddana. All right, let's do this. So, Tom, I'm excited this week. Tell me who our guests
0: are. Our guests—we've got we we've got a quite a number of guests for season two. And those who have been listening and watching, uh, you can watch us on YouTube channel, the Six Twenty Four podcast channel, and you can also uh, watch us. Listen, I keep doing that. Watch us on podcast. Listen to us on podcast on on all podcast channels,
1: Spotify, Amazon, wherever wherever podcasts live, you I mean, can find us. Exactly. <laughs> so
0: our next guest tonight is your co star. Yes, from our series that's going to be premiering or soon uh, mm-hmm. in uh, in December uh, this month and. Um, <clears throat> and it's probably at the time people have already seen uh, checked out. Uh, our guest is Diana Gioletti. Diana, thank you Woo! so much for joining Go us. Go Diana. <laughs> so <laughs> Diana, so you are and and that's not a really good you are a social media influencer. You you're you're huge on TikTok, you're huge on Instagram, you're huge on Facebook. I've watched a ton of your videos. So And it sounds like the cops are coming after you right now.
2: They are. (laughs) Um, Here
0: they come. Here they come. That's it. You're it's all downhill here for you. Um, I do.
2: I just moved to the city and I moved like midtown and I live above a fire. um, I was going to say I live above a fire extinguisher, but I live (laughs) (laughs) above (laughs) the firehouse (laughs) is literally maybe connected to my apartment. So when they leave, I always hear them. But they'll
0: it's,
2: it'll pass. No,
1: no, yeah, that's what there. you're
2: so, hearing right now. That's the alarms you're hearing. They're going to save the it. day.
0: I love it. it. I absolutely love it. So when so I when thought did,
1: you dyed your hair blonde because you were on the run and the cops are coming after you. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like the oh, renegade. Oh yes.
2: For everyone tuning in tonight for checked out, I am a brunette babe. But yes. we filmed, are we allowed to say when we filmed?
0: Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. You can yeah, we filmed here. this
2: earlier, way earlier this year.
0: February
2: mm-hmm.
0: yes that's right
2: and I was a brunette girly and I just recently uh dyed my hair blonde because it's a new chapter of my life I turned 30 August 21st and I had been like thinking of dyeing my hair blonde for years and years and then I was like it's time new chapter girl
0: I love it I absolutely love it fantastic so tell us about what's going on. You you've been doing a lot of Broadway. You you've been on Broadway. You've been doing you've been doing a lot of singing. You're doing a lot of performance. So talk to us. What's what's going on in your life?
2: Yes. Well, I've always wanted to be on Broadway, and I kind of fell into social media. I kind of fell into being an influencer, and I was really good at it. And so I kind of just like ran with it. I was like, oh wow, people love to just hear me tell funny stories and be myself and try new makeup things and fail at them. People love
1: that. (laughs) So let me just
2: run with this for a while. And I have been doing the whole influencer space for three years and it completely changed my life. And this year I really wanted to shift things back towards performing in any way, because Mm -hmm. It became really just me in the camera every day, all day, just me talking to myself and my TikToks and doing the dances and doing the makeup tutorials. But I was like, I've, I've, I've trained for musical theater my whole life. I've always wanted to be on Broadway. I need to start bringing that back, slowly introducing that to my audience of like, there is another side to me. I'm not just like a funny girl. I also can sing. And then this year I was lucky enough to just be working directly with times square did you know times square is like a person did you know that
1: it's like its own thing i used yeah. to live on 40th and 8th and where the times building is now and you oh you're in the, times that was square. the heart of the heart yeah and it was like and this is it wasn't they were on the way to cleaning it up this was back yeah. in, the, like, mom-and-pop shops and porno theaters. And don't confuse the two. That's a whole <laughs> different genre. <laughs> but it was uh, – it, it, I, I, Times Square, and it's probably even more now because this is, like, right when MTV started filming. Mm. you remember? Oh, okay. yeah. It TRL? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they so, would yeah. film it, and they would have a whole section of Times Square where there'd be seats and people cheering. And it's become, like – that was, like, the birth of it becoming – a a a legitimized person where before it was a very seedy person, mm. and now yeah. it's like last time I was there, I'm like, oh my god, like they shut the streets down. Yeah. They have like their own things going on. Yes, I,
2: yes. I, I
1: can't even imagine now. Like the, your your co-host, Mister Square. <laughs> I don't even know what you guys I, like. It's it's crazy how it is crazy populated.
2: And they do so much, like they they do so much for the arts. It's it's like a group of people run Times Square on the ground now, and they um, put on these performances, and um, sometimes they just do acts of kindness and giving back to New York. Like it's it's just such a beautiful Lovely. like humanitarian project now on the ground of Times Square. So I luckily luckily enough got intertwined with the people of Times Square. And they've just thrown me opportunity after opportunity. Do I want to do a concert in Times Square? Do I want to perform on buildings in Times Square? Do I want to hand out roses to people and cookies to people in Times Square? Like truly just for good entertainment purposes. It has me, been that's- the most wild year ever.
0: And that to me is, that's the essence of independent, right? So 624 Productions and an independent production company, the purpose of this podcast is to talk about independent productions, independent filmmaking, or if it's independent stage on the theater, like what you're doing, I've been watching you a lot. And I'm like, this is pretty awesome. Like she's, she's, she's taking it to the next level. She's successful independent. Yeah. And I, and I love it. I absolutely, I think it's great. And you know, kudos to you for all the work that you're doing and, and it's, it's, it's doing well.
2: Thank you. I have uh, another performance. Oh, this is going to air later. I was going to say, I have a performance tomorrow. Stop by everybody.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Actually plug it right now because we'll, uh, we'll put we'll it part of a uh, part of a reel. So go ahead, plug it right now. Oh, so okay. what's going on with you? So what's going on with you soon?
2: I am going to be performing at rise New York inside the tur- in t- and we're back. <laughs> I'm going to be performing at rise New York inside the torch. With TikTok famous Santa Claus tomorrow nice. at 3 p.m. So if you're in the mood for some holiday joy, I'm gonna be singing with Santa in Times Square at Rise I New York. So stop by! It.
1: Yay!
0: That's awesome. That's so <laughs> awesome. Now, are you? Have you have you since uh, since checked out? Have you worked on any other uh, other? I know you like we were saying you're doing a lot of theater. Have you worked on any other independent films? Any other independent projects?
2: No, I haven't worked on any other films. The Good, last you're not allowed to. Did... You can only do it
0: with us. No. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> the, the last thing I did was um, a new musical that was coming off Broadway. And we did an investor run for the musical. And it was sure. going to be so funny. And the script is amazing. The writers are incredible. But they lost funding. So it's no longer oh. coming. And it's just so sad to see because there's so much good art out there. So much good art that just needs like money backing. But it's that show. I mean, we put together an entire workshop three days. We put on like a 45 minute show and it was so good. We all left Mm. that space being like, this is really something we really have something hilarious here that could be the next Titanic off-Broadway. And you, then have you, we just found out like a week ago that they had to cut it.
0: Have you guys thought of like, did you guys, have you guys thought about filming a a, a version of it and putting it out for crowdfunding of some sort?
2: Honestly, it's a good idea. Honestly, you know, it's a good like, idea, but they have to assemble like a new team of people, you know, to, okay. that could do that.
0: Can you it's can just, you tell us can you tell us and our audience what that show the name of it is or you, I can't are you, say are the you name. Banned? I can't good, say the name because we're right. still hopeful that gotcha, gotcha. one day right. they come back so. understood totally that's yeah. that's fantastic and but just, exactly so you to ma- your
2: point more independent work people yeah. like putting their everything on the line to make something happen and then you just you don't have control sometimes sometimes it really is just the money
1: yeah Yeah. And, and- I find it interesting because like, you know, we're recording in New Jersey, but I'm finding a lot of people. And so it's so refreshing to talk to you because you're in the opposite space. I feel like a lot of the people of my generation left New York because they needed to find places that they could make art and make things because it was like the rent in New York's too high, is too high Mm. for to work on projects. So like you have to like really, like you were doing it with a bunch of other social media influencers. You have to have people with names like influencers and stuff to get things moving because it's too expensive to try to, to, to work independently. Yeah. And I think it's so refreshing that you moved into New York Mm -hmm. and you're in times square and you're doing the independent spirit, but you're a name like, you're, you have poll and it's so awesome to hear, but it's also so awesome to hear people going back into New York, because if you're outside of New York and you talk to somebody, they're like, New York's so dangerous now. It's so horrible. And it's like, I go back all the time, and it's not dangerous. It just smells more like weed. <laughs> like, but I mean, it's where, it's the center where all the, the theater stuff's happening and, and and it's where all these great things get launched and things, yep. the, the off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway scene is what launched so much amazing stuff that's now mainstream Yep. because it had a launch pad and it, it's so great to see it coming back and it, things yeah. happening and it's just so cool because I, I feel like everybody else can't wait to go in the opposite direction. <gasps> and poo poo and oh, I don't know no way in New York no uh, it and you and you
0: mentioned Titan uh, Titanic. so have yes. you seen have you seen it
2: of course I've seen it that show is the perfect example off-Broadway musical better than anything I've seen on Broadway I'll go back again and again it is hilarious it is fabulous have you seen it
0: I have not, but we had uh, the star of the show, Jackie Burns, on our podcast, and she was, she's uh, also in Unsuited, and she's excellent. She's so, she's so, she's so she talented. Fun. She's mm-hmm. she's a lot of fun. She's incredibly talented. I gotta, I gotta connect you to with her. I think, like, she's, unless you already have, maybe you, The you two were, of you. Yes.
2: Were, I, I've connected with her. I awesome. also after the show went up to her, and I was like, you're just a genius inside of a woman. Like, you're amazing. Like, you're, <laughs> she's, you have to see her in the show. All listeners, this is now a promo podcast for Titanic. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Jackie you all Burns have is so
2: incredible as Celine Dion. It will literally make you rise out of your seat. It was so and they, good.
0: They got extended for another six months, she told us. Yes. So they're 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 that playing straight cool. through to the end of Jan, uh, end of June, I believe, is what yeah. she's what she said. So that's I'm excited. I, so after the new year my wife and I um <clears throat> we we made a commitment that we're going to go see we're going to go see Titanic after the new yes. year. Yeah. Yeah. That's holidays and everything. Get it's ready
2: like, for like an outlandishly like oh my god, amazing time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm so excited to hear all that. Like you don't understand like when I was a young a youngster back in my back in my early days in New York, like we used to go to off-Broadway shows off-off-Broadway and see like Philip Seymour Hoffman acting and stuff. And he wasn't really a name. It Mm. was like, he was like, everybody was like, oh, he's just like the chubby blonde dude that's really good and everything. (laughs) And like, oh yeah, I think i seen him in Boogie Nights. Like, isn't that the guy from Boogie Nights? And then it's like years later, I like can't even believe like I drank beer with him. And it was like, that was the whole idea of like, independent and off off broadway and yeah like creating mm-hmm. and it made it it was like an incubator for all this beautiful work that would later be launched you know and it's it's
0: it's exciting times it is it definitely definitely is and it's even even more exciting with uh you know the sag agreement has come to fruition people are going back to work i'm seeing commercials now of you know you know TV shows are coming back, you know, new seasons starting up. So and it brings me to my my next question for you, uh, Deanna. Um, as a social media influencer, what was there was an article uh that came out in the New York Times uh late, it was, a, it was a couple months ago, maybe it was a month or two ago, um, talking about what was going on with the independent world, social media influencers. Can you talk to me, to us, to our audience a little bit about what that process was for you as a social media influencer being you were you were hired to to expand the footprint on certain projects were were you handcuffed were you not handcuffed like what was that process for you going through that with uh, when sag was going through their issues
2: so i guess some of the perks of being the influencer that i see as an, a perk is these big productions use us to promote their shows so like barbie for example the movie barbie mm. would use me to help promote Barbie. You'd think like Barbie doesn't need any more promotion, but they usually come to us. So mm-hmm. there were sh- there were movies that were coming out and TV shows that were coming out during the strike where the actors were obviously striking and not promoting their show. So these big networks, Netflix, uh, they were reaching out to influencers and paying influencers double, triple their rates because mm-hmm. they were like, You're not an actor. You're not in SAG. This strike doesn't apply to you. How much money can I throw at you so you can promote this movie? Because we Mm. have no actors right now. Yeah. So then you're just like, okay, if you just look at it, you're like, oh my God, they're offering me so much money to just say, hey, I loved the Barbie movie. Sounds easy. But during the strike, it was like, if you'd say that and you help support this movie, you're basically saying that they don't need to use the ad. They don't need to pay actors livable wages to promote their movies. They don't need to right. um like use them and go to them. They can use alternate sources. They don't need to comply with the strike at all. So that was it was just a very confusing time, I guess. But yeah.
1: like they put what you it, guys what in a bad position. To... Yeah. That's great. I thought I honestly got I thought you were gonna pull like a Jiminy Glick. Like you gave this big wind up and you're like, as a social media influencer and as a, you know, with the strike going on, what's your favorite cereal? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been better. probably. (laughs) This
0: is why you should be hosting and I should just be over there. Oh, no,
1: I just make jokes. I'd be a horrible host.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You should just do it yourself. (laughs) So, uh, so given that, so. Now that you know SAG's back to work, everybody's back to work, are you are you seeing more people coming to you for for your social media influence and promoting, you know, big productions, small productions, medium productions?
2: Yeah. Uh yesterday Sony Pictures had hired me to promote their new rom com. Okay. So it's and it's all back to it's all the same. You know, it's like So how I'm do you happen that you... I wasn't a scab because Yeah. It's all they're still using they're still utilizing influencers and they're now paying livable wages and they're paying royalties to actors and now it's all you know, it's like
0: yeah. But I'm talk happy how do that
2: you, I just
0: how do you as a as a respect. social media influencer do that? If you're so they're coming to you, they're saying, Deanna, you know, we need you to promote our film, we need you to promote our TV show, but you're not in it. You know, you, yeah. you have not you have no association with it at all. I, this is an education for me. Maybe you guys already know this, but how does that work? Like, how do you promote something that you're not, you
1: know, in it? Well, there's yeah. a, before, before you even answer that, I think there's also a thing that the younger generation is smarter than we were when we were younger. Yeah. And so they know if the actor who's in the movie is telling everybody you got to see this movie it's so great it's like well of course because you're in it and they're making you say that that's a great point but if it's somebody who talks to them on a regular basis they think they're their friend Mm -hmm. you know so it's like oh well anna told us to see it it must be good And and is that is that
0: that's your goal right
2: Yeah, what literally what you described is influencer marketing. Like, that's why, like, that's what it is. Because you you see my face every day and I'm talking to you every day about everything. We're friends, you know? Like, sure, it's just me in my room alone talking to the phone, but you're consuming me every day. Yeah. And if I'm your friend, who you check in with every morning to see your skincare, if all of a sudden one day I'm like, I'm so passionate about this movie I saw last night, you're more inclined to be like, oh my God, that's my girl. I go to her for all of my skincare stuff, but she's obsessed with this TV show. I have to check it out. It feels friendly. Exactly what you just said.
1: In the 80s or 90s, you would have been a radio host, a morning radio host. What? In the 80s and 90s, you would have been a morning radio host.
2: Right. Right.
1: You watch people who listen to Howard Stern, they talk about him and all the people on it as if they're friends with him. Yeah. And so like that's how people see you, that she's my friend. Yeah. I t- right. I talk to her every day. Meanwhile, you've never heard of them, but <laughs> no. <laughs> but well, you know.
2: Then when when I do on a separate note, when I bump into real life fans in Times Square or something, yeah, and they pull up facts on me that mm. I like maybe said randomly in a story or something, I'm always like, okay, fierce. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> It, it does feel like we're friends. I'm like you know more than my mom does about me. Awesome.
0: <laughs> and I think that's I think that's an important tidbit for our, our audience, right? So you know our, our goal here is to you know talk about the successes and failures and 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 sp- specifically. We'll try that again. Brought you for success and me for the failure. <laughs> <laughs> but but specifically, like independent filmmakers, independent mm-hmm. TV show makers, don't we talked about this with a number of our guests. They don't think about the marketing of it, right? They they create, you know, we're creators. We want to, you know, today you and I were just talking about, you know, season two of checked out and coming up with these great ideas. But now we have to think about is all right, how do we get it out there? Right? How do we, how do we get people to watch it? Right. And and I think the independent filmmakers, independent production companies, I hope that they are utilizing social media influences like you, Deanna, like that they're taking advantage of that, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, because it's bringing a brand to your brand, so like anybody who likes her work will hopefully like to see her work on your project. Exactly. So it's like everybody kind of gets something from the from the chain. It's the circle of life. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think it's it's awesome, and I especially love like. chatting with you like when i first got to meet you and then now even talking and there's a couple other people that come to mind like you were an artist first it wasn't just uh oh i'm gonna hop on this thing and just try to get famous to be famous and then that's the end game like you're an actor and you want to be telling stories whether they're yours or whether they're you know a playwrights or screenwriters like I think that's awesome and I think the the people who look look uh, I don't want to say look down but they 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 have a negative view of social media mm. because it's not how they started I feel bad for those people because they don't get that this is the future this is this is how the the things work now it's also why independent films fun because it's like now it's affordable be able to actually make a film or when you had to actually use film yep it was like nobody's going out and shooting just like a hundred thousand dollar feature film right you know now it's like you can like you could do it
0: yeah and and as long as as the story is good the content's good you got and you have a solid cast and it doesn't have to you know yes it could be a a name but you don't as long as you have a good good actors and and and, uh, and a good crew and everything and you get a good social media influencer behind it, like Diana, then you're rocking and rolling. So as an artist that Mark brought up, have you ever thought about writing? Like a a movie, a play, a TV show, an episode. Have you ever thought about that?
2: Yes, I have. I found a lot of success on my channel through like uh, dating and sharing my stories of like, oh, failed dates, red flags, stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. it sparked immediately in me, I was like, they love hearing about me trying to fall in love what can i do to like blend those worlds and immediately i i should be writing a hallmark christmas movie and i keep <laughs> saying hallmark, <laughs> you know what I, mean? yep. I should be writing a cheesy fall in love diana christmas movie because that's what my following loves to see from me
0: yes so, and we talked uh, about this. We what do you think I asked? I want I want to hear about oh. it. Come on. <laughs> I know yeah, we talked so- we talked about this when we when we when we when um when my first cast Deanna in checked out. I think it was I think we talked about it after we shot. Maybe it was before. I, I can't remember.
2: That. I can't remember either, but but we, but we had time. a great
0: we had a we had a great Zoom call and you were telling me about I want I want to write a story. I want to write a Hallmark Christmas love story and 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 so where are you on that process? How how is that coming along for you? And and should we hang up? And should you and I have a, another conversation about it and start writing? What do, you, what do you talk to me? Come on, we got another great I writer right here.
2: I have just honestly, I've never write, written anything. I've never written anything before, and that's my hang up. I don't even okay. know where to start. I don't, but but yes, I want all of your writer knowledge on this. Of like, where do you think is the best place to start?
0: Our this guy, let me tell you something. This guy is a great writer. I look, I can put the bones kind of on the plate a little bit, but it's people like Mark Riccadonna, it's people like Michael Sato it's people like you, Diana, who come up with these great ideas and formulate it and make it funnier and better. So you know, let's do it. I I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm getting more excited. I
1: love that it stays on brand with you. that, yes. that like you are who you are on social media and it wasn't like I was yeah. waiting for your story to be like, yeah, I, I want to write this movie about this guy who eats people. <laughs> and he...
2: But my following <laughs> wants to see makeup. No,
1: <laughs> I love it. I, I think you definitely should. I think you definitely. And, and when you're saying where to start just with a pen and paper, that's, that's it. it. That's okay. Start with just, you just got to write one paragraph. What's the story about? Then write two paragraphs and expand on it. Then write three. And then next thing you know, by the end of the month, you go, holy crap, I think I got a script. I just have to make the dialogue.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: One of the things that I think, Deanna, you and I might have talked about this.
0: And Mark, I'm not sure if you agree with this this method. Someone taught me this or told this to me years ago. And I'm not going to date back how many years because I'm going to give away my age. But (laughs) it was start with the ending. How does it end? Then you put a pin in that end right and you put it over here and you say okay that's how i want my story to end now how do i get there right and that's how i write so when i'm when i'm writing screenplays or, you know tv show, whatever whenever i'm writing anything i think of how it's going to end like what's my last scene in the tv show the movie whatever it is or the play and i think of how do i get to that point and that's to me is the you know not to sound you know artsy but if that's the organic.
1: Oh, it's a podcast about artists
0: yeah that's, oh, that's is that what we're doing oh we're i'm on a wrong up. podcast no but it's it's that organic kind of like process right and all of a sudden you start creating characters and storylines that you know you, you know my fault is i come up with too many storylines and too many characters right and then yeah. eventually someone like you or or others that i work with go all right tom cut this guy cut that guy cut this person blah blah blah, blah. but that's but you the immerse process.
1: yourself in the whole universe which is which makes it whatever yeah. you write real and happen but that's what and, and thank you but, but that's
0: and that's the advice to you is just just put i would say to you is like what's the ending of your of your hallmark to, you know obviously do they fall in love or do they not fall in love
2: they're falling in love they're definitely falling right. in so love
0: so they they fall in love how do they fall in love how do they get there what are the boundaries what are the things that are you know and i'm sure you have so many stories in in your head and it's just like it's like stand up comedy for you right you get right. an idea you just start writing it down and then you formulate your joke from it i'm assuming if you
1: just write a little bit every day at the end of a month, you go, holy shit! I have a thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Don't okay. don't
1: think you have to write the whole thing overnight. Like it's not a college paper.
2: Yeah, you
1: know what I mean. It's like just, like, just...
2: chomp at it here and there. That's very. This is good. This is very
1: inspiring. I, so I, this get is, that is this is not just a podcast. Up. It's we're
0: we're motivating
1: and we're <laughs> getting, right. we're getting things rock and rolling. That's right. I I want to read it because my wife makes fun of me because I like. The romantic comedies the thrillers the i like the the and she likes sci-fi action marvel movies oh, i love i love all that i'm i'm the girl in the relationship <laughs> i mean i don't i, I, I like marvel as
2: good. well i like marvel too i like marvel and i like rom-coms
1: she makes fun of me because you can see what somebody watched on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so she sees what I read. really. So you were last night when you got home from from your thing, you 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 decide to watch uh <laughs> I don't I'm trying to think Chris of what's funny. Paralyzed. When Harry met Sally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. I might watch that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So so Deanna, what's next for you? Uh, you told us you got a show coming up soon. Yes. Um now are you you're permanently in New York City? Or are you are you just kind of like hanging out for a little bit? What's 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 going on?
2: I'm here until uh for the next year and a half. I'm here in this apartment, awesome. smack dab in the center of everything. And for me, I'm gonna be auditioning audition season. It goes from like January through March. Okay in the city so i'm gonna be there every day showing up trying to book my broadway show that's my my 2024 i'm really putting it in this year that's awesome we gotta we gotta lock
0: her down for checked out though for season two we gotta lock you down because if you if you get a contract somewhere else we're gonna have to work we're gonna have to work around your because it's you're gonna you're gonna get a shot you're gonna get a show yeah you're gonna
1: be we're gonna be like all right what hours can we get you out here yeah (laughs) Can we get some stage out, We're
2: locking in, checked out, and I'll work around it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So, um, before, so what we want, we ask a question of our guests all the time, unless you had something else. No, no. All right. So, but we, I'm
1: interested to know
0: because now so, we
1: kind of know your movie. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Good. So, we, we asked this question of all our guests, um, and it doesn't have to be in any particular order. And I think we modified the question. So, I'm going to ask the question. And then you're going to remind me tom that's not how it is because i don't remember <laughs> so i'm going to ask the what i think the question what the original question is okay give us your top three movies
2: oh no!
0: right is that did we modify that at all because some people came in with like three four or five well I, we had a lot of ties yeah ties
1: that's what it was yeah and then we because people would get overwhelmed by the question so we're also saying your three favorite right now right now like we have 10 hours to kill so you get to pick three movies that we're gonna watch
2: okay this is very what did you say
1: Oh, you can't get my answer. No, hey, we, right. we want your answer. You can't be. I'll be <laughs> uh, looking on my paper. See,
2: this is really hard. This is really hard is. because I am like a basic girly girl who loves all basic things, and you two are movie buff screenwriters, and are going Not to. Not really. Wow! Right? No.
1: If you would have heard my choices, you would go, "Oh my god!" I think so much less of you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think so. Okay.
0: Joe Dirt what was number say? three. Yeah, Joe Dirt was one of his one of his films.
2: Oh, interesting. Okay, not okay.
0: That's that's I, I feel safer
2: now. I feel <laughs> safer.
1: <laughs>
2: I love Vince Vaughn. I've seen oh. every movie that Vince Vaughn has ever been in.
1: Hilarious. So
2: I think because I watched it last night, my third place movie is gonna be Couples Retreat. uh, you
1: know uh nice. Third place,
2: cute, funny. Um I think I might put Jurassic Park as two.
0: Ooh, good film. That, that came what nineteen ninety four? That came out ninety four. You were you? I think you were just born then.
2: All right, I'm Fierce. <laughs> it was made for me.
0: Man, I, I, Park. I, no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. You. No, Jurassic Park. I remember seeing that movie in the, the movie theaters. And it scared, I love,
2: love scared love the hell out of me. Jurassic Park. I think it did was it really scare crazy. you the first time you saw it? No. You know, the first time I saw the first one, I was like, we need to work on these female characters because it was Mm. not really feminist. But But Jeff
1: Goldblum was in it for the ladies.
2: For the ladies. And then (laughs) as it kept going, we got like Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic Park 3. They really redeemed themselves. So now the franchise is better. But can I lump them all together? Jurassic Park, all of them.
1: It's the Jurassic
0: Park chunk. The franchise.
2: As two. Because I love that. And then I think I would say number one is parts of the Caribbean.
1: <laughs> ah, nice. Uh, now, do you like the what, what Orlando Bloom character or the Johnny Depp character? If you were in it,
2: Johnny Depp. I was a Johnny Depp girl. I had I had a big poster of Johnny Depp. My
1: whole you like the bad boy bedroom
2: door. Nice.
1: You you um, are a girly girl, but you secretly like the bad boy.
2: I like the bad boys. <laughs> and Elizabeth Swan's fashion, that whole movie was also divine. I could probably quote it. <laughs> it.
1: I love it. That's <laughs> great. I love it. Those are good choices. I like those. I like it. It was those a good, are... it's a nice mix-up because I, I feel like a lot of people say the movies that they think we want to hear. Right. Okay. So like they name movies that are like, well, you can't you can't shoot that one down. It's a classic, you know,
2: right. oh.
1: everybody throws out Shawshank Redemption,
0: right? Everybody, you know, a lot of yeah. people throw that out, which is a, you know, that's one it's of my great top, movie. top movies. Right. But, uh, you know, Casablanca, Casablanca, the Godfather, like everybody goes to, you know, the, the classics,
1: the, the, the classics that you can't like really, that's like, yeah, I get it. You're saying the movies that are really important, but like, <laughs> what's important to you? you know but the,
2: are you gonna turn it on right now in these next 10 hours that's the question
1: that was the question yeah yep and oh, that's yeah. that's what so mine were joe dirt and then i had uh a, a tie that was um outside providence which is a book based on peter Fairley's life mm. if you're a Fairley brothers fan and then number two was um something about mary number one was boogie nights boogie nights great movie All good movies. Yeah. All good movies. But everybody hears Joe Dirt and they just immediately drop their (laughs) oh. I remember I remember he told me this, and we were in the car together. I
0: know we were driving to setter, I don't know where we were. We were driving and and we we had this conversation of our favorite movies, and he threw Joe Dirt out there as his first. That was his first choice. And I literally almost drove the car off the road. I was like, Joe Dirt.
1: It was the first movie I ever cried at. (laughs) I still can't. I'm gonna cry (laughs) at that movie. When he well, finds out that his parents don't want him, I was heartbroken.
2: Uh, I just spent
1: two wow. hours laughing my ass off wow. and enjoying this guy, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, his parents want nothing to do with him. I started crying. Yeah, and what'd I was the say, kind Tom, of guy. What did
2: you say?
0: Oh, mine changes all the time. Uh, oh. I so the so one of my so what's
1: yours tonight?
0: Well, still the Dark Knight. Um, oh. I remember seeing the Dark night. I remember coming out of that movie. Not, I mean, look, I'm a huge comic book guy, but I remember coming out of that movie because it was so amazingly written. The performances were. So, it, I didn't feel like when I left that movie that I was. I saw a superhero movie. Like yeah. I, I remember walking out of the movie and I was mad. I was so pissed off. And my brother looked at me and he's like, "Why are you so mad?" I'm like, "I want to make a movie like that." Like that's how it was. Just so everything about that film. And if you guys remember, when that film came out, that was the last year the Oscars where they would only have. Five nominations. And it was a big stink because it was The Dark Knight, it was Gran Torino, there was a couple other movies that were supposed to, they wanted the Oscars to expand the nomination list. And the, the Oscars, you know, snubbed their nose at it and said, no, it's only going to be these five. And Hugh Jackman was the uh, was the host of the uh, of the Oscars that year. And he did a whole opening uh, rendition of it and he talked about The Dark Knight and all these movies, The Gran Torino getting passed on. The next year, because there was such an a, a, you know, an outrage or a lot of people talking about it. The next year, they went to 12 nominations. Right? And oh. and they they expanded because <laughs> they because Hollywood, they realized, wow, there was so many good movies that were made that year that should have gotten, you know, I mean, Heath Ledger won Best Supporting Actor, but there were so many movies. I mean, Gran Torino is a fantastic movie. Yeah.
1: Totally, well, I, totally got live, passed on. I'm, I'm sorry. Everybody to- always talks about all the classics. We live in the golden age of, of entertainment man look oh, at the stuff sure. that's on television yeah that's on you know like you look at hbo just what they released like in the past two years better than any other two years like we live in a renaissance right now of amazing work yeah we really do there's independent movies out right now that are just as good as the blockbuster films of before and we we had we had a, a, a great uh we had uh
0: siobhan uh, fallon hogan on um on a previous episode her movie's coming out uh in 2 days, Shelter in Solitude. Yeah. And it's go watch it. It's fabulous. It's really really ind- independently made uh shot in Syracuse and in New Jersey. A fabulous film. Um but yes, you're right. We we live in a we live in an age where there's so much we are great so content.
1: spoiled We are so spoiled. You can just turn on your television, a smart television and find the movie you want. Yeah. There's no like going to like some weird, obscure area of New York City and you have to go up three flights of stairs and they have, you know, old episodes of a TV show that you can't find anymore. Right. Like, I remember doing that. I have all these DVDs of television shows that were canceled, movies that had limited releases, and you'd have to go to these weird, independent places that you could find these movies. And now it's like, if it's not on one of the major streaming services, you can probably find it on YouTube. 100 <laughs> yeah. percent My other
0: film is Blazing Saddles.
1: Okay. That's such a good
0: movie. One of the you, you can't, unfortunately, you can't make that movie today, but it is one of the most funny I think you can. You think so? I think you, so. Diana, have you ever seen Blazing Saddles?
2: Maybe, you, but give me more plot points. Maybe I don't know the name.
0: Um, It's a black sheriff in a, town. It's a black sheriff in town. Uh, and Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, and it's
1: hilarious. Okay. It's, it, it's very good. You should watch it. But it, I think okay. they can make it, because Breaking Bad was so widely loved, and that's about a teacher who becomes a, a, a drug dealer, right. a meth
0: yes. dealer. Meth dealer, yeah. That's a thousand times worse. Watch it. It, it breaks. It blazing Saddles makes fun of every race, every creed. And it's and it's done so brilliantly that you don't you're not offended. You you just laugh. You're like, oh my God, this was brilliant. And it was written by Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor, the the late Richard Pryor. Great, great film. I forget what my third was. Um Shawshank. I think it was Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Shawshank. And I know that's so I know that's No,
1: but I've you've talked about Shawshank since I met you.
0: I love I just anytime (laughs) that movie's on, just I have to watch it. It's just such a great oh shut up. (laughs) diana thank you so much for coming on we we love having you on um these last couple seconds you're it's your time to plug plug away please where can people find you everywhere you can
2: find me everywhere i'm on youtube my handle on youtube is peep the shoes because i'm a fashion girly and i'm on instagram as diana Gilletti, and i'm on tiktok as diana Gilletti. Follow me everywhere. I'm always doing fun things every single day. And especially when this episode comes out, if you want to see what it's like auditioning, I'm going to be posting every day. You could see live time, what it's like going to the audition rooms, learning sides, doing self tapes when you get home, only to get back up the next day, get into the audition room and audition again for a new show. So come follow me and have a good time with me.
0: Awesome. Yay. We definitely, definitely looking forward to it. And, uh, <laughs> We'll be in touch. We, you know, we're gonna get you back on for season two of checked out. Yes. We're gonna have you, we're gonna bring you back on because you know what? Actually, we're gonna have you come back on for season two for our podcast yeah. because we want to hear about that whole process of auditioning, what that was like, mm-hmm. all of that. We really want I think people want to hear that because that's that's yeah. what people
1: listen. Wanna they want like, how does it how does it work? I mean, and the your character to who you are, your character and checked out to who you really are is like. That's acting. Yep. <laughs> like, oh my that's God. acting. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. When, pe- when people see Diana and
0: check that, they're gonna go, "Wait, what? That's not her. That's, that's like, her. she That this is not the person we see on, on Instagram and TikTok all the time." Yep. <laughs> Deanna, thank you so much. Hang out here. We just got to uh, we got to give a, a nod to our sponsors, uh, Central okay. Jersey Nursery in Hillsborough, New Jersey uh great nursery uh it's, uh it's run by the mayor of hillsborough sean lapani who was a guest of ours mm-hmm. so thank you central jersey uh nursery located in hillsborough new jersey it's been around for 50 years uh mark this was a great great uh, interview today yeah so happy you could come on thank you so thank much diana you. you have a great thank night
2: for having me
0: you got it thanks welcome to the 624 pod your home for all things independent films We're going to discuss all the positives and negatives when it comes to independent filmmaking. We're going to have incredible guests from the film industry talk about behind-the-scenes experience, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how the industry has changed in the past 10, 20... Minutes. Yeah, minutes, hours, years. That's the point. It's always changing. And of course, we will always focus on independent filmmaking right here in our state of New Jersey. I'm Tom Baldinger. And I'm Mark Rigadona. All right, let's do this.